following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Casually hardcore Star Wars, baby. Patent troll in the dungeon. Burn, Vader, burn. Hollywood these days. Franchise universe. Franchise universes everywhere. Super Mario Doom. Spoon. The man in black fled across the desert. All right, all right, all right. All that and more on Casually Hardcore. For Thursday, the 17th of December, 2015, getting near the end, this is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnome Wise. And I'm Grail. And we are playing, well, I am playing with video. So if you're tuning in live, uh, please take a moment to switch from Audio Channel 3 at Alpha Geek Media to Video Channel 3 at Alpha Geek Media, and let me know how we're coming through. I've got the layout up there, which one day will hold... My face, I know, face for radio, on oh. one side of the screen, and my remote co-hosts in the other side, however, they didn't have the camera rigged, so you get the joy, because tis the season, tis indeed the season, you get the joy of the Vader Yule Log five-hour loop from YouTube. <laughs> That's right, an, an eternal five-hour loop of Darth Vader's burning corpse from return of the jedi because why the hell not that's awesome speaking of star wars what there's um oh no star trek i'm sorry there's a new star trek trailer that was the big news that's that yeah the big that's all news anybody's talking about well, anyone well people did flip their shit over it for not good reasons <laughs> but all kidding aside uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't doubt that on the Star Trek trailer because I watched it and it was like, okay, that looks okay, but it just doesn't look anything like a Star Trek movie. Right? It was <laughs> it was the Fast and the Phaserous is all it was. Pretty yeah. much, especially when yeah, when you're bringing up the fact that the director is the director of the Fast and Furious six or seven or eight, whatever yep. one it was. It's like, ooh, that's a. Uh, that's going to make Gene roll in his grave a little bit. So yeah, um, on the Star Trek thing, they they truly have left the building, and they're just doing. Looks like they're just doing generic space action. So yeah, the great hope is that the new television series that has been announced for next year is our hope for Trek, the thoughtful Trek that Gene Roddenberry envisioned. Yeah, because uh, it ain't it ain't in the movies no more, kids. Does not look like that with Kung Fu Tribal Gal and yeah, it's yeah. a little crazy. I mean, for as far as a space adventure movie goes, sure it looks cool. Yeah, the the alien design for the the lizard like bad guys and the you know black and white makeup on the apparently allied alien girl. Yeah, looks really cool. Yeah, it looked good. Not only that, but I mean, and you, I think looking at the. Previous Star Trek movies, not just the uh, newest ones, but even like the Next Generation titles, you expect that they're going to be a little more actionized than the TV show. A little bit. I, I think you just you go in with that. But this preview is one of the ones where you're just like, wow, I, I don't even know what the story is here. All you're showing me is action. <laughs> All I saw in there was yet another uniform redesign. Yes. Them killing the Enterprise Again. Because, of course. Because why the hell not? Um, and Beastie Boys soundtrack. Right. Sabotage. And I'm like, I'm washing my hands. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like, wow, I think they need to. I mean, and I get it. I, you know, they're trying to outreach it to a broader audience, yep, I guess. But, they, but, they're, but at the same it. time, they're, yeah, they're anal- uh, alienating, I would think, a lot of the more core Trek fans. Yeah. So, 
We'll see what we get. Maybe we'll yeah. get a, a more revealing trailer next time around, but so far, meh. Yeah. So, as of you know, right now, in our local time zone, people are already seated for the yes. first showings of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the premiere back on Monday, and Europe uh, started getting it two days ago, I want to say. Yes. I've managed to remain spoiler-free and not completely shut off uh, social media. So props to everyone in my uh, timelines for yeah. not being douche nozzles and deliberately spoiling anything. Yep. And the spoiler-free just general vibe reviews I've been reading have been uniformly positive. Yes. Saying, these ain't the prequels, JJ gets it, JJ nailed it. You're going to enjoy it. So I am very positive as as to what my experience will be whenever the hell I actually get out to go see it. Yeah, I'm targeting matinee like next Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Just like pretty much my my only hope is to sneak out. Because the kids' last day of school was today. Oh, good. They're home as of tomorrow. Right. Um, and And I still have to work. I mean, it's... What? I still have clients. <laughs> they don't care that my kids are home from school. Um, yes. They couldn't care less. Right. And yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I, I may shoot for a matinee tomorrow where I can put the girl into the care center at the theater right. where they have the kitty movies and their own popcorns. It's a great service that they offer. And then the boy and wife, you know, we, we as a family go see the, the big kids movie because she's not quite to the level of, of being able to sit still through an action movie. So Sure, sure. We shall see. Oh, yeah, Boba Fetish wanted to call in. He wants to talk about the new Tina Fey movie. Um, I'm sure he does, but gotta... we're not to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he may be kidding. Right. Just possibly. Uh, let's see if I can add him to the call. Let's just get this out of the way so we can go talk about other stuff. Uh, okay, how do I add him to the call? Hello? So, you know, Skype keeps changing their context menus with each sub-release and is driving me out of my freaking cord. <laughs> it used to be a simple matter of right-clicking on the person, but they've removed it from the context menu, and now you have to highlight them, and it appears in the main window, add to group call. Because the other way didn't work. Or, you know, actually, no, it totally worked. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hello, denizen of the great white north of the wall. and where, where you're not jealous of me at all. You're getting freaking Force Awakens on Netflix. Like, parsecs, you know, before we are. Oh, I'm sorry, light years. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm mixing up my units again for some reason. Uh, yeah. So our, our resident... Um, Fanboy extraordinaire of all things Star Wars, Boba Fetish. Uh, welcome to the show. And Hello, guys. How are you? I'm still Good. kicking. How are things in the well, Great White North? Uh, cold. Oh, slightly bit colder than you guys down there, but not by much, according to my local news. Yeah, we, Arizona, were showing up on Canada's news because of our cold weather grail. Really? Really. Wow. I was getting tweets. That's kind of cool. Watching my news today, we were at minus 10 Celsius because we, we have the good measurements. And according to my news this morning, it's like, yeah, and Phoenix has a cold snap because their high today is going to be minus 13 or plus 13. Yeah, cold snap. <laughs> yeah, cold snap. Oh, That's cold oh, t-shirt oh, weather. We're so cold. Oh, yeah, uh, we're big pussies. Um, yes. I'm just going to own that. So, up north, have you been to see Force Awakens yet? Not yet. Okay, what is your plan? uh, I am actually going to be going, surprise, surprise, on Sunday. Oh, you're actually holding out that long. Yeah, uh, it's because I'm waiting for, there's a whole group of my friends that are all wanting to go at the same time. Which is is how you want to do this. You want (laughs) a theater full of enthusiastic people 
that, that's that's what I'm hoping for. I want I want them enthusiastic enough without being so crazy that they ruin the movie. Um, exactly. So everything this side of drunk. Um, I would love, love to have. <laughs> no, that's after the movie because we're going at four thirty for the sh- a four thirty showing. So, so you were prepared to go drown your sorrows if it was bad, but preliminary indications are that, that may not be necessary. That may not be necessary. I'm really my levels are still reserved, mm-hmm. but ooh, I am. We've been it hurt before. Good. We have been hurt before. Make no mistake. Yeah. Looking at you, George. Um, <laughs> well, we will we will respect the the two week Gilligan period on discussing specifics about um, Force Awakens, but couldn't couldn't not bring you in to to hail the coming of the the new generation's ownership of this franchise and later it, in the show. Go ahead. It's here, baby. It's here. It's, it's it's about time. It's been almost forty years. The the Disney marketing, little bit much. I know, um, it's, I know it's kind of their th- thing. Other than buying Star Wars labeled oranges and grapes, the, don't forget the Yoda grapes. <laughs> exactly. But before the show, I was watching a repeat of like Big Bang Theory or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And <laughs> sorry, don't die. But you, you, go, you can't a, see the movie before you die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is not the weekend for that. No. But I was watching a repeat of Big Bang Theory, and of course, I've been avoiding all the TV spots because I really want to go into it cold. Ooh, you're serious? Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they have like three TV spots during the Big oh, Bang. But of Theory. course, <laughs> that, that's that really that's that, that's the major complaint. I've seen from people regarding uh, Disney taking over Lucasfilm is their marketing wing has pulled out all the stoppers and just it's getting to be a bit much. It would have been even worse if the, if the movie sucked, but apparently we're, we're hoping we won't have to <laughs> add that to the fire with, exactly. the, with Vader, Vader here. Um, were you able to tune into video? Uh, yep, I tuned into the video. I, see, it keeps uh, buffering on me uh, for some reason. Warming my hands on uh, <laughs> old Anakin there. How you doing there? Oh, spoiler! Alert. It's Anakin in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, at least you're at least you're not playing the death scene of Boba. Mm, Boba lives. <laughs> I know he does, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> now, the indications are still that we should get uh, the bounty hunters. Uh, movie at some point, but they're going to do the Han Solo uh, solo movie first, I think. Exactly. Which may involve a young Boba Fett. We don't know. Never yeah. know. They've got some history. <laughs> they can certainly play fast and loose with it because none of that has really been written. And, and even if it was right. written, they, they unwrote it. So. Yeah, exactly. It, it went away. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> what does canon mean? It means fire the canon and destroy all the literature. Mind <laughs> you... Mind you, my only bonus is that um, even though I don't own it, the new Battlefront game, which is taking place in the time frame of uh, this new episode. One one episode of it does, yep, one chapter. Yep. Um, there's a sh- shot of uh, Boba Fett going over the Sarlacc pit saying, yeah, not this time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Bubba, good to hear from you. And okay, I appreciate it, guys. You have a great right. night. Nice to talk to you again. Glad we'll, you're back we'll here. In, bring in after the movie and after the Gilligan period to uh, dissect it in detail. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right. All righty. Back to the show. So, yeah, that, that's the big nerd news is today is effectively the day, even though the premiere is technically on the 18th. The the when it, the premiere time just keeps creeping forward more and more. Right. So soon we're going to be like premiere premiere December eighteenth. First showing is November twelfth. Right. Yeah. It's this one. I mean, like you mentioned, the marketing's been a bit much, but at the same time, I mean, when I was driving down the freeway today. The road signs yes. even had references <laughs> to Star Wars on them that you know the Department of Transit put up. Yep, so, Arizona Department of Transportation did uh, trust the force, but still use your seatbelt. Yes, and uh, aggressive, aggressive driving drive. is the path to the dark side. Yeah, so it's everywhere, and I think even though it 
it may be a bit much. I think everybody's so enthused to actually have a good Star Wars movie that uh, it it's okay. Now, if they continue this for every movie release, I don't know. That might wear a little thin. But kind of what Disney does. That's that's my yeah. only fear. Is is you know this is this genie cannot go back in the bottle. No pun intended. Sure. Um, because my daughter just discovered the Aladdin movie this past week, so that's been a frequent presence on our television. Oh yeah, we just we got that on Black Friday on Blu-ray, so yep. we just watched that the other day. Now, here, here's the funny thing: we had it on DVD from its original DVD release. Sure. The my wife has become such a child of the special features, which is entirely my influence on her, uh-huh. that she wanted the Robin Williams outtakes. Oh yeah. So she just went and bought it again on iTunes hmm. to have the outtakes, to have the, all the iTunes extras, and it was instant gratification, and it was, it was just witnessing the new, the new way of things. Yeah. You know, want, click, have. Pretty much. Um, but this time it was in, you know, something we already owned but wanted to own more of. Yeah. I'd never really considered that dynamic before until I witnessed it, and I was like, Wow. Apple yep. knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Apple, Amazon, they all are yeah. well in tune with uh, impulse buy. <laughs> A little bit. <sighs> One click is evil. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so skip ahead a, uh, um, a story on the list the, uh, because we're utilizing it. <laughs> because reasons... Uh, apparently, this was from looking through YouTube. This is something that was done in previous years as well, but someone finally looped it to a, a very great length. In the spirit of the Yule Log DVDs and uh, digital downloads, you can get where it's the fireplace that you put up on your TV screen f- during your party when you don't own a fireplace right. to give you that Christmas spirit. Uh, someone has looped the flaming Darth Vader suit from uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, to serve the same purpose. So if you're watching the video version of this episode, you'll see in the place where Grail will one day live on the uh, split screen, uh, yeah, Burning Vader. Yes. Because nerds are ruling the earth at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic. Now, I would have liked them to... I guess you can put your own holiday music to it, oh, sure. but it would have been nice if it had... They just like, did the crackling little... fire thing, because it's, yeah. it's supposed to... you know the, the Yule Log one has all the sounds of the popping fire. I mean, with right. The Yule Log right. ones, it literally was somebody taping a fire yeah. it, as it slowly burned down, so I think they were going for that aesthetic with this. Yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's it just a, well. thing, a thing we do. Yeah. Um, so we're, as we're looking at this huge movie universe that is in my opinion finally getting the treatment it deserves as as a modern day legend um where new creators you know where we had that in literature with the expanded universe lots of people shared universe anthology take a piece of the universe write something new about it sure the movie industry has looked at some of these properties what Marvel is doing in huge ways with all of their properties. We have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and in here there are many stories to tell. Right. Disney, oh, which coincidentally also owns Marvel, is doing the exact same thing with the Star Wars universe. Uh, And this is the thing that my internal 12-year-old has been waiting for, is more good stories and fun stories in the universe that we've come to love. So barely retaining my nerd screen. So it apparently is becoming the in vogue thing to do in Hollywood to look at the pile of properties you have and see, well, are there any universes in here that we can start getting on this bandwagon of lots of different movies in the framework of a universe? So we have lots of recent announcements. We have... The announcement trailer for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is a wholly original news story. Not even, you know, it's, it's set many years before Harry Potter. It was in the, like the 1920s era in New York City. But it is just a self-contained story in that universe. Right. We also have an announcement from Paramount and Hasbro. And that unity just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> Because 
toy maker and toy seller and movie maker. I, I prefer when toys and collectibles are natural extensions of a movie franchise or a TV franchise, not the other way around. Hey, we have these toys. Let's make a movie to sell them. Right. And this story smacks of that approach. Um, so Hasbro has offered up their properties to Paramount, and they're making a shared universe. This is going to be one movie universe in which they will make movies about these properties, and the properties are as follows. G.I. Joe, they have already established their movie universe for that. Rom Space Knight, which... Don't are, know what that is. It was, uh, it's a weirdly, <laughs> li- you'd recognize it if you saw it, because it, w- it was a prominently advertised toy in our youth. Okay. Big silver armor guy, two red glowing eyes, non-articulated limbs, so the shoulders moved. And Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and weirdly, for a while there, Hasbro had licensed it to uh, Marvel, and there was, for a time, there was a ROM Space Knight Marvel comic series. The rights have since reverted. Ah. But ROM, for a while, was an official part of the Marvel Universe. And they actually had some pretty cool crossovers where his villains came, you know, the villains of his mythos came to Earth and wreaked some pretty nasty havoc. Hmm. Um, they're basically body-snatching, shape-changing aliens and took over like an entire city and wiped out a whole bunch of people. It was one of the early, hey, let's go dark and see what happens, experiments oh, nice. that they did. Yeah. Um, and it killed off, you know, there's a, a, there was a, a hero called Torpedo and they, they just offed him because he wasn't nice. up to the challenge. Like, well, this is quite something. But then the rights rolled back, so Rom Space Knight yeah. and Micronauts. Yeah. Who also, for a short time, were licensed to Marvel and had a very interesting and pretty decent comic series and then reverted back. Um, I, I have a very soft spot in my heart for Micronauts because I loved, loved, loved the toys. And did lots of imaginary adventure play with the Micronaut toys, which were rebranded, repackaged Japanese toys. Right. <laughs> that they just told a whole new story around and said, well, you've already mass produced these, let's just repackage them for the American market. So, and finally, or Visionaries, which is one I don't even know what that is. Don't know what that is. And Mask, M A S K. Not, I remember Mask. Yeah. Um, Joe Straczynski, JMS, uh, wrote for Mask for a little while there. Oh, really? Um, no, I'm sorry. That was Captain... That was, it was a similar one in that vein. Oh. Okay. So they had the, yeah, it was the slightly shape-changing vehicles, and they would wear these special masks that had different capabilities, or helmets usually. Yeah, it's just helmets. So but yeah, they had yeah the vehicles, but they weren't like full out transformers. No, they just had like be- gull wings doors that that became wings and had lasers. On yeah, them. pew 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 yeah. pew. Mobile armored strike command with a K. Command, command, K K K. It's before they realized nice. that Z was what you had to use to make things cool. Yeah. Uh, huh. So. All of these things are not like the others. All of these things do not belong together. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, and it's like, hey, we got all these properties, and yay. who cares? Bodge, 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 bodge. Yeah. Nope. Why don't you just try making, like, I don't know, a good G.I. Joe film? Yeah. And then let's work from there. Hey. <laughs> well, you mean Bruce Willis didn't make the second one good? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really Me either. I, I kind of half-watched the first one I on Netflix or something, and it was... God awful, I think would be the correct term. Yeah. So, yes, with the sinking ice. Yeah. Because ice totally sinks, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, people are looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they're doing, much like game companies looked at WoW. Yeah. And went, oh my god, people are making this. That's a money machine right there. Quick, we make need an to MMO. do that same thing. And many, many, many of them found out that uh, too late. That does not work. Yeah, you're too late to the game. Timing is a part. Timing and the quality of the property. Yeah, you need both. And it's, you know, it's tough to hit, hit yeah. both at the same time. Because well, I look at the Harry Potter one and I am genuinely interested in it. Because it looks like it's sure it's still J.K. Rowling writing it, yeah, 
It is just a new story within the magical framework and rules and deliberately owes nothing to the uh, existing movies. And it looked like an interesting story. Um, yeah. The little teaser they gave us, and and it, it brought up all the warm fuzzies that I have associated with the Harry Potter Harry Potter series. Hey, so potty, that, <laughs> Harry Potty, the the uh, Squatty Potty. But anyway, yeah, exactly. The, oh. <laughs> couldn't let that one slip by. So, I, my reaction to that one was way better. Sure, sure, and well, I mean it's the same thing. Like you know, let's. Let's assume that uh, Batman vs. Superman it turns out to be a good movie. I would be okay with uh, the DC universe because it's established and, yep. and they, they have room to grow there. But yeah, I agree. The Harry Potter I'm, one. I'm so I'm, torn on that most recent uh, Dawn of Justice trailer because on one hand, got a, a good reveal of Wonder Woman. On the other hand, that Lex Luthor portrayal. Yeah, that's really the biggest thing that is whole. I mean, everybody was so concerned about Batfleck. Yeah, and and I think really, he's nailing it. I think he has, and I've said this from the start. I had no issue with him because I think he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. But Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg, yeah, is just it. And I mean, he's a he's been good in the films I've seen him in. Oh yeah, but his, his direction choices, yeah. and the portrayal they gave him to do, it's like. Did anybody read a single comic before putting down, like, or did you just go do Gene Hackman-ish? Not even that. <laughs> Gene Hackman was a more serious portrayal yeah. than this guy. He's well, basically doing the Joker. Superman 3, yeah. Gene Hackman. That's yeah, true. Um, um, the, yeah, it's... Ugh, it, that that it's, really makes me... That and they have a cave troll. Well, yeah. I mean, Doomsday... No, that's I'm a doomsday. Assuming. That's a freaking. That's that's the, they reuse the same property. It's it's the freaking cave troll from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yes, I know it's supposed to be doomsday, uh, rendered from Zod's corpse. But yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm torn on that one. We'll yeah. see. I mean, that and the Suicide Squad are obviously their first two movies that are coming out that are yep. connected. Yeah. So other than Man of Steel, but. Uh, so that'll be that'll really set the bar to say whether or not that's a good thing. I don't even hold them going straight for Doomsday because that to me is a good story mechanic to give them something to unite against. Sure, a, a real threat uh, that can take down all of them. Yeah, and so and it's you know it's and totally rewriting it to be Lex tampers with you know Zod's genetics creates right. this monstrosity. I'm I'm willing to forgive all of that because it actually works great within this framework. Yes. Can we just not have the maniacal hippie-haired yeah, freaky Lex doing it? Yeah, Joketron 3000 Lex uh, Luthor. So I'm hoping that's... what that's going to be is they they've shown us his public face and then when they cut to him behind the scenes he is ice cold. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be, hey, I'm not a threat. I'm just going to glad hand you guys. <laughs> hey, everything's cool. And then he goes behind closed doors, and he is the ice-cold genius. But yeah, they, they, that, they that showed us be, none of that. <laughs> that may work, and it, I, and it would actually be a good juxtapose against Batman Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Who does basically the same thing. He just happens to do it for the side of good. Right. So... It's it'd be interesting. I don't, but I've yet to get a warm and fuzzy from the trailer that tells me that's going to occur. Yeah. No, that's just my hope. There's there's zero. There's nothing in there that yeah. leads me to believe that that may be the case. That's just my secret hope that could, that could save that portrayal of that character because I love the, some of the portrayals of Lex Luthor that have come down over the years. Oh yeah, no, uh, I Kevin Spacey's I mean, was fun and for what it was you know, in the yes. framework of that movie, and uh, the ones in the. Uh, animated films have been really good. Oh, he's he, that's that's my epitome of Lex Luthor. But even the young Lex, Lex Luthor on Smallville was uh, that actor nailed it. Yeah, he was he, good he, as well. No, so was, as much as I didn't really like Smallville all that much, um, every time yeah. that character was involved, like he's, he, that's he's Lex interesting. Luthor. Yeah, yeah, he's so fun, fun to watch. You know, and my big my other big worry, not to get on a huge tangent on this, but is that DC in general lacks 
good villains. Yeah. And that's something Marvel has been nailing uh, more and more recently. Uh, have you watched Jessica Jones yet? I We just got two more episodes in uh, last night. Okay. So we're about six or seven in now. Okay. So, so you haven't seen the full scope yet, but no. I would contend once we once you watch it and then we can really discuss the whole thing is that Kilgrave, who's David Tennant's character right. in that as the bad guy, is the scariest villain Marvel has ever put out. Oh my god, he's freaking terrifying! I love he, his portrayal, yeah. and I, I, I hate, I have a seething hatred for that character. Yeah, without I, a doubt. I, I mean, yeah, to David see Tennant him did, die. Um, knock-up job but at the same time i mean as good as uh what is it Kristen ritter yeah God, i can't Kristen yeah ritter. who plays jessica jones and luke like everybody and it's really really good mm-hmm. but Tennant's portrayal as a villain has was just like chilling compared i'm not i can't think of another superhero villain in movies that has made me scared compared to him yeah. like if he existed it'd be a oh crap we're really in big trouble. Yeah, and and really, just it's a very simple premise. Yeah. What if a sociopath had mind control powers? Pretty much. And it's every bit as terrifying as you imagine it would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. I had a hard time yep. sleeping last night. Cause... So, I mean, but yeah, you look at that, um, the Fisk portrayal in Daredevil, uh, Loki. I mean, Marvel's really, as much as yep. their heroes have shined, their villains shine just as bright. And each of them uh, has a little bit of relatability in them. That's what right. makes them, they are truly one of my favorite, you know, adages is the hero of their own story. Yeah, exactly. Some and more so I, I, than others, but And that's something that DC in in looking at their past, I mean General Zod was not very relatable. Um the He wasn't uh, relatable, but I found him extremely believable. They uh, they they framework yeah. it out basically because they they if you paid attention to the the problem sure, with Kryptonian society sure. is predestination, yeah. design, purpose-built beings. He right. only knew how to do one thing at to a right. genetic level. Right, right. No, is, I, I get it. I get it. It was, but again, it, it, it's still, it's not, when you think about Man of Steel, you really, it's, he's down the list of things that I like from the movie and even just have memorable from the movie, I would say. Yeah, so we, we have, you know, the extremes and Fox can't seem to make up their mind because on one hand, they've given us a horrifying treatment of the Fantastic Four. Oh, God. And yeah. thank God they've abandoned plans for a sequel to that monstrosity they released this year. That's good. And X-Men 3 and sure. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Well, yeah, they've made some just god-awful but movies. they've also given us X-Men, X2. Yeah. They have given us Days of Future Past. Yes, the Wolverine. And the Wolverine. And there's one more Wolverine movie in the pipe. Yep. And yeah. we got the preview for X-Men Apocalypse. Right. And my X-Men 3 senses tingling. Senses. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this. how this one is shaping up. And yet... I'm also seeing previews for Deadpool, and my soul is singing because it looks yes. freaking awesome and a dead-on exactly what we want it to be. Yeah. How what, – what is with the multiple personality disorder, Fox? I mean, how many different disparate, wildly different teams do you have going at this stuff? Because you can deliver us Fantastic Four and X-Men Origins on one hand and Deadpool and Days of Future Past on the other. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think um – like I was saying, and I guess for Marvel villains, when I was talking about Kilgrave, would be Disney Marvel. Yeah. Uh, because really, Fox nailed it very early on with Michael Fassbender's portrayal of Magneto. Oh, and um, Sir Ian... Uh, Ian McKellen, McKellen as well, as also. an older one, did a really good job, too. But Fassbender was just like, oh, he's, he's whoa. And again, relatable. Relatable, yet, yet, you know, scary as hell. Scary as hell, yes. Yeah. So and and I should also say uh, Kevin Bacon as uh, yeah. a, a uh, very different Sebastian Shaw Club. than I would have ever Sebastian Shaw yeah. predicted, and I liked the interpretation of him. Nothing yeah. at all like the comic except for his power. Exactly. Um, and you know they played a little fast and loose with the origins. Oh, he's he's Nazi now, and he oh, sure. doesn't age now. Okay, um, but so I'm 
yeah, yeah. I've got the same kind of eh, feelings about uh, X-Men Apocalypse as I do of uh, Dawn of Justice. It's like, this could go either way. Right. Um, point toss. But again, <laughs> we're, we're, I'm complaining in, within the sphere of this banquet, this cornucopia of choice we yeah. have. I mean, we haven't even met it. They also did the new trailer for Civil War. Yeah, baby. You get to see Iron Man getting tuned up. Yes. <laughs> Smackdown from uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and just that, the, 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 the delivery of the one line, such a payoff from all the movies that have come before. And you can only do that when you've done your groundwork. Right. You can only have the emotional impact in a trailer of three words, so was I, Yeah, have this huge meaning behind it and make you, you know, remember the trailer of, ooh, because there's, they paid their dues. They, we got to see Tony Stark and uh, Captain America. People want to see Chris Evans, but what's the character's name? Uh, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, thank you. God, I'm going out of my mind. Um, you know, get to know each other and get to respect each other. Never right. really liked each other, but definitely had a respect for each other. And we've seen Tony make some really bad choices and be manipulated. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, you know, the Scarlet Witch still has the whammy on him. That didn't go away. That wasn't a momentary thing. She altered his psyche right? when she went in there and she she has has janked his paranoia which is why he's gone full dick in Civil War. Right. Um, and so you feel the, the pain of, ah, oh, it's now there, now, you know, traitor child, I must despise you now. Um, and it, it, it sells because they, they got us here slowly. Right. Um, well, I'm losing out of my left ear. Um, so, yeah, that preview... The first little glimpses of Black Panther. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like that. I like that very much. Oh, yeah. uh, what else? Who else? Uh. No, no Spider Man sightings. None. Carefully, no, think... no, no Spidey. Um, no Ant Man, though technically he could have been in all the shots and we would have never known. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. Think about it. True. Um,. And you, know, you see the, the the lines being drawn. Surprisingly, Scarlet Witch on the registration side of things. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a clear through line. You know, they have the the document on screen is the Sokovia Accords. Right. It's like, yeah, you destroyed a small European nation. Um, the UN would like to have some rules in place about how you guys are deployed in the future. Um, and setting up the conflict so they've. You know, clearly, completely retooled it from superhuman registration to just we want you know we want control over how what what the Avengers can and cannot do, right? And Tony, that does not sit well with him, especially after having been betrayed by his own organization when it turned out to be Hydra the whole damn time. Yeah. So you mean Steve? But yeah, Steve. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's late. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's another trailer. That one I came away from very like. Okay, can't wait. Bring it on. And, and it's like, hey, this is coming in May. Yay. Oh, yeah, exactly. Can't so, come fast enough. Good stuff coming up. Yep. Well, speaking of, of good stuff coming up, uh, mm-hmm. stick with uh, TV and movie here. Oh, yeah. Um, guys in, you know, big muscle suits being the thing again. We're getting another <laughs> bite at the apple of the tick. And Patrick Warburton will be reprising the role. It's going to be part of the next pilot season for Amazon Prime Video. So they're going to make just the pilot. And then we will all have to go out and watch that pilot hundreds of times each to make sure it gets made into a series. There you go. If the, I'm assuming <laughs> the quality is going to be there because uh, Ben Edlund, the original creator of The Tick, yeah, um, who went on to do things like, I don't know, Stargate, SG-1, you know, right. little things. Um, is returning as writer and producer, and the but the only cast member we know is returning is is the title role. We don't know if, if uh, what, and it wasn't American made. What did they call her in the TV version? Oh, because Fox uh, Fox Cap- owned Captain Captain uh, Liberty. 
Captain Liberty, yeah. And Batman Well, we don't know if any of those guys are returning or if they are returning, if they'll be recast. Right. But at least we have uh, Patrick Warburton in, in the big blue suit. Yeah. Um, so that I'm really looking forward to because I really feel like the only problem with the tick was the timing because the quality was there. Right. For, for what it is. Um, it was half hour light comedy on, you know, what, what kind of person would really put on a suit and right. uh, defend their city and some of the less stable versions of those. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think they probably won't get Nestor Carbonell back as Batman. Well, just cause he's gone on to movie career, but they yeah. got Warburton back who is, who's not hurting for work either. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, no, it's a good good choice i think they're uh you know amazon is definitely stepping up their in-house uh production as well of series yeah oh now i'm getting feedback talk a little more and let skype skype work it out let skype just work it out have skype worked it out no you're hearing, you're hearing yourself <laughs> back yeah well, yeah plug in unplug you uh, come here i'll gum you there we go. Check test one, two. Who is your daddy and what does he do? I do not do. Eh, it's so, a little bit, but eh, whatever. It's we'll deal enough. with it. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to next uh, fall, probably in their next their next uh, pilot yeah. season. Can't come soon enough. Uh, um, just a slight plug for Amazon. Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Uh, they did a really good job with the Man in the High Castle as well. Yeah, that one is. I've had trouble getting back to that one because it's such a slow build. Yeah, um, and Jessica Jones is still is a slow burn as well, but not quite as slow as not as I slow. No. Um, I will. I will eventually. I'm not. I'm not through. I'm only about three episodes into that one. It's like okay, yeah. I'm being put to sleep by this. And, oh, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll watch this one later. Nice. Which is the beauty of on demand. Right. Have you watched that one all the way through to the end? Yes. Does it Does it eventually deliver? Uh, it gets really weird at the end, at least the end of the first, uh, season. Right. It right. ends where you're like, what, what the happened? hell just happened? Yeah. That's kind of where you get left at is okay. what is going on. Cause it's such an interesting, like here's his history, but there's some really weird sh- stuff with the films. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the one Japanese gentleman, goes somewhere else at the end of it which is really strange well i mean i, I assumed it would be going to a place like that at some point because yeah. the, the the main MacGuffin, you know is these newsreels right which they you know they, they for some reason nobody seems to question them they watch them and they don't say oh what a wonderful mock-up this is everyone in that world reacts to is where did this come from no. Yeah, well, I mean, they did have some that said, you know, this must be a mock-up. There, there are some people that make that comment. But the, the main thing they seem to be saying is that they delivered these films to the quote-unquote man in the high castle. Right. And then the man in the high castle, after getting these films, is able to tell the resistance fighters exactly what the Nazis are going to be doing or the Japanese or whoever, hmm. you know, they're, they're so... Because at first you're thinking, oh, he's the one making them, but right. no, he's collecting them and then somehow using them. them to provide information to these resistant forces. So Fascinating. it's just really strange. Yeah. Now, why the girl in the first episode has such a emotional reaction to watching the film, like this is just a maze balls. Right. I don't know. That piece I thought was a little bit of a stretch. They were Whereas everybody to- else kind of is looking at it going, these are completely fake or like they must collect the possible. fake news reels that's the uh, resistances but they do eventually step up the films as you'll see in a later episode where you go okay that's that would catch you then off guard with what they just showed okay. so yeah hmm. i would definitely be getting back to that one yeah uh staying with uh movie news uh idris elba whose name i just love to say idris yes. elba of uh, Thor fame and Luther fame and, and Wire fame and Pacific Rim Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim and, and the, up, yeah. the upcoming uh, Star Trek movie uh, yeah he, uh, I heard under, his voice underneath a lot of uh, underneath a lot of makeup yeah uh, doing the whole lizard thing right apparently he is currently 
the frontrunner to be cast as Roland Deschain in the Dark Tower films. Um, earlier, Matthew McConaughey had been rumored to be in talks, and everyone just assumed that that was for the part of Roland. And everyone sure. kind, of, kind of went, yeah, I can kind of picture him pulling that off. Um, oh, yeah. And turns out McConaughey is being entertained for the role of the man in black, uh, uh, Randall Flagg. I and think that I think he, him. he can pull that off, too, because yeah, he's a damn yeah. good actor. Obviously, he's very versatile, but, I mean, Randall Flagg is also the, the guy that smiles and is very right. smooth. Exactly. So I think that's, that's really up McConaughey's alley, obviously. Yeah, I think no, he could totally sell it, but I think uh, that Elba could really... Oh yeah! Embody the tortured, yep. you know, creature that is Roland. Yeah. That, that when you because when you 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 first meet him in weirdly like the last quarter of his story, the way this right. is told, you meet him when he's already you know he's he's an indeterminate number of centuries old. Yeah. At that point, King plays real fast and loose with the details. You yeah. Just, no you just kidding. know that he's really freaking old. He has been chasing the man in black for an eternity. He is wildly skilled with the six guns. Yes. Um, supernaturally skilled um, in a world where there is clearly magic, but he, uh, there's also this whole uh, knighthood feeling, um, you know, Arthurian legend kind of weaved into it. Right. Lots of different threads that this the compelling things that made people love the series is like yeah. the same. We're gonna tell you a little bit. The rest of it you're gonna have to make up for yourself. Hey, sound like Star Wars. Um, so I'm excited to see number one if they even get this off the ground. This is a project that has been in development hell for good reason because it yeah. it's a Lord of the Rings scale undertaking if you're gonna do it right. Yeah, and it's. It's also interesting, like you said, uh, how are you even going to order it right. chronologically? Because it is freaking weird. It is really weird. And there's a lot of stuff that's very, oh, uh, God, I don't even know what the right, like heady, I guess, yeah. would be the way to put it. No, it's yeah. very high, highbrow, high yeah. concept, and then alternately really low down and dirty. Sure, right? sure. A there's, lot of the Anna Walker stuff is just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there, and honestly, I mean, it's it's a series I've always meant to go back and finish because mm-hmm. I only got through, I think, book four. Oh, so, you have you haven't seen the half of the weird. Yeah, I know it, it's it, it was point. already gotten pretty yeah. weird at that point. So, especially with, with the the extra the wind through the keyhole that he went back and inserted, you know, into the series. Uh, you know, it's nine point eight on my weird shit meter. Um, nice. And yet, still, totally, kind of fits in the universe. I can, I can definitely recommend doing the audible renditions of. Um, yeah, that's characters. maybe what I end up. I'll, I'll probably need to re- first reread back up to four because yeah. I only kind of remember bits and pieces, and then maybe go audible from there. Yeah. So let's see if it gets off the ground. I really, for a while there, Ron Howard was involved, and he had this wildly great idea. I thought of tentpole movie television series bridging the gap to another tentpole movie yeah continuing tv series i think that the, the audience is ripe for that kind of yeah portrayal and it would be a great way to cover all the material that is in this and that that whole plan collapsed and now they're back to just doing just movies yeah um so i'm kind of sad about because i really that i understand why it fell apart no because yeah because this is not maybe linear enough a story sure um or straight up fantasy because this is weird freaking weird freaking shit this is and, and it's spans king's very early writing career and with his very early writing skills mm-hmm. decades to the end and most recent part of his writing career right and everything in between so there's you know massive variability in the quality of the source material sure um so, but at the same time, I, w- I would have loved to have seen Ron Howard sculpt it because the man knows how to tell a story on film. Yeah. He knows how to tell epic stories on film. And just to see someone try on that idea of movie, TV, movie, TV, and then you know, have to talk about your story arcs. My God. Yeah, no kidding. That 
alas, was not meant to be unless somebody manages to revive the idea of if slash when slash maybe this actually makes it into production. Right. I'm gonna keep watching it though, and and casting wise, I'm like, yes, make that happen. Uh, all right. In the really assholes, really department, <laughs> um, from ibtimes.com, hackers threaten to bring down Xbox Live and PSN at Christmas again. Woohoo! Why is this a thing? I don't know. It's not like there's a buck to be made. I understand botnets and ransomware and all that crap because that's just organized crime evolving into the 21st century. Sure. And, you know, they're, they're trying to score easy money. I can see that motivation and understand it. Ruining people's fun because you found a way to do it. Why? What do you get in return for that? Uh, well, I mean, considering when, what was it, Lizard Squad last year did that, they did it and then immediately put up a website where you could buy the services to do, D, you know, DDoS attacks. So they're marketing their, their DDoS. Basically, they're showing, yeah, like, look at what we can do and now let's okay. monetize this. Now, so, okay, now I can understand that there was, it yeah. was a demonstration. Yep. That's what they ended up doing with it, so... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Can you like take down the IRS instead? Yeah, I know exactly. We'd all be cheering for you. Outland revenue, yeah. inland revenue. You know, hey, go for it. No. Yep. All right. So apparently, this is just, this is going to be a the same way over the course of our lives. The concept of wildfire season has just become a thing. Right. Do you remember in your youth? Do you remember hearing about wildfire season? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. See, I, maybe I was just living in the wrong part of the country. Oh, okay. Because to me, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't enter my psyche until the early 90s. Oh, okay. Of it being a thing that was, instead of being an event of, wow, can't believe there's this rare you know, forest fire going on, to it's that time of year again when the Southwest catches fire and doesn't stop until you know, September, right. uh, where, yep. it's just, where it's just expected. And yeah. This is kind of becoming that, well, it's the holiday season again, and the hackers are going to ruin everybody's fun if you have an online connected device, and good night and good luck. Yeah, I mean, uh, I will, uh, whatchamacallit, I'll just be playing on my computer if that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) PC Master Race. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's annoying, but uh, at the same time, uh, Microsoft and Sony, you know, this is the service you're offering, and you have to understand these are one of the uh, potential pitfalls to that service. So, with all the money you're making and everything that's going on, you you know, you got to harden it up. And DDoS has been around. It's it's amazing to me that that's still a thing. You would think someone somewhere would have figured out a way to combat it, but obviously, it's not. Nope. So, no hardcore way other, other than overwhelming bandwidth. Right, right, and it's and that's what makes it so hard because you can't you can't just shut off your bandwidth because you killed all the connections. Right, but if you leave it open, then obviously you can be flooded with connections that aren't even you know that's the whole purpose. They're not originating from the same site. Right. So what do you do? But it's it's been around for. God, 15 years now as a major tool? Major tools, indeed. Major Uh, tools, but it's just, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. It's like it's surprising, whereas you see viruses that are created are patched, you know, relatively fast, that that has been something that has lasted this long and is still as much of a threat today as it was uh, way back when. It's just, it it exploits the fundamental nature of how the internet works. Yep. So from The Verge, there was a kind of a fun story. Uh, tells a little bit of early gaming history. Uh, the title of it is, This is what Super Mario Brothers 3 on PC could have looked like. Right. And it's from id Software, the people who brought you Doom, um, Quake, and many, many uh, wonderful and horrifying things since then. They actually submitted a demo of their port of Super Mario Brothers 3. And somebody got a hold of some video of that port. And it's this interesting blend of kind of Zelda-ish 
uh, yeah. between screens and a mostly recognizable Mario. Um, yeah. And it's it's a little sparse. It doesn't have any music um, or the sound effects you're used to seeing associated right. with uh, Mario. But it's you know here's it, it was not accepted by Nintendo because they did at that time they only wanted to sell for their own hardware. Sure. And to this day, they're only just now branching out into mobile devices. So right, they've, they've held true to their idea of no, we're going to sell our consoles. Yep. Um, but they you know they were toying with the idea at one point of porting their stuff over to. Uh, PCs. Yeah. And it's just wildly nostalgic of, oh, I remember when that's what a video game was. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. Nostalgia, man. One day. One day. I'm so damn old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, where did we go? There's, uh, I missed the one. You're clicking on top of my stuff. Stop moving your uh-huh. uh, Yes. The patent troll in the dungeon. Oh, yeah. So... Yet another company out of small town in Texas, where the courts uh-huh. are very favorable towards patent trolls, has come into existence uh, from out of the ether and mysteriously suddenly owns two very important uh, patents, software patents. And they've already gone, again, gone after... Um, uh, who are the big fantasy sport leagues? Oh, DraftKings Draft Kings and, and uh, FanDuel. Yes. And now they're going after, oh, well, everyone else. Uh, yeah. Activision, EA, Take-Two, Konami, um, for aspects of their games, their online game presences, um, specifically ones that are pursuing esports as a thing. Right. Because these patents could be interpreted to um, cover... Things like uh, they went after DraftKings because it was specifically betting on virtual contests. Um, so you had, you know, basically fantasy football. They're trying to say, hey, we've patented this. Right. Um, and it's just yet another illustration of how much patents should never have been applied to software. Yeah. Because uh, they're trying to say this really obvious thing that people have been doing, you know, on paper in the real world forever, forever, that all we did was you know write it in code. Well, now we can patent that and make everyone pay us money. Right. Well, like the article says at the end, uh, that this company has basically been just formed in September. No, this happens and, all the damn time. Yeah, and immediately file. I mean, that 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 to me is the issue. They there has to be some action taken by the government to make laws or some some sort of checks here against this type of activity. Well, basically to say your company has never and will never create anything. Right. You were brought into being for the sole purpose so you could be a corporate entity that could own this patent. Yep. You don't have standing to sue because you have lost nothing. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, there's no harm here. Right, right. You don't create a product. You have no intention of creating a product. You've demonstrated no desire to make a product. Yeah. These guys over here are making something, and you just want to have a parasitic relationship with them and say, good, yeah. give us a slice of it because. Right, right, exactly. Because we makes had my the, blood boil. Yeah, it's, it is extortion, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's because the patent system is as broken as it is. Right. right. Uh, kill. Must kill patent troll. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's the, the broad wording of the patent. The company yeah. alleges that the patents for interactive games based on events occurring in real time, such as trading fantasy players based on their real world performance, are being infringed upon. Yeah. Really? Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Faith in humanity, minus one, minus one. Yeah. It's... Idris Elba, Idris Elba, Idris Elba. Just wash it all away. Wash it all <laughs> yeah. away. The gunslinger uh, chased the man in black across the desert. Uh, never a dull moment. Yep. So... Right. Looking forward to in a couple of weeks, hopefully, talking yes. in glorious detail about how awesome Force Awakens was. Hope so. And how it is the revival of all things Star Wars and Rogue One can't come fast enough and you know what's coming up with with episode eight and you know um 
gonna so got to find a way to watch Rebels. I'm seeing more and more good, happy things about. Yes, Rebels is in, in second season has hit the stride of the best parts of Clone Wars. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's announced because the first few episodes I watched of, of Rebels, it's like this seems like a huge step backwards. Yeah, in storytelling and animation quality, and because um, I gotten spoiled by right. Clone Wars was really good in universe storytelling. Um, yeah, but I mean, same thing. Like you said, Clone Wars started off kind of like this yep. is kind of the, the movie was okay. You're clearly setting up a Disney TV show, and okay, it's yeah. interesting. And it took them, you know, good two seasons. Same thing to to right. really. I, but I, this to me just seemed like Disney saying, "We just need to we 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 need to end Clone Wars so we can retool it to fit." the shape of this new thing we're doing. Right. I expected them to come out with guns blazing on rebels. Cause it was basically going to be a, a sort of continuation of clone wars. And I didn't expect it to be this step backwards in quality. Yeah. Cause I, I, I assume it was to be just basically the same team given, okay, we have to move the story forward because we want it to be in proximity to rogue one. Cause we have all these grand plans and clone wars is too far, too much attached to the thing that people hate. Right. So we want to make it, it's the, this new thing that, that has obvious nods to clone wars and hell characters from clone wars, but are part of this new thing. So I was, I was expecting to, to just hit the round running and, and go and uh, not so much. But I don't always get what I want. Yep. No doubt. So we have the holidays before us and all of their schedule interrupting glory. It's a hell of a time to get uh, broadcasting again. Uh, and I immediately uh, gave a bunch of dates to Grail and said, you realize you just told me Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, right? Right. <laughs> well, son of a bitch. Um, so we will attempt to get shows in uh, perhaps the Wednesday before. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on the Twitter feed for Hardcore Casuals for updates as to uh, when, you know, until after the first year when things settle down. I'm not doing Consumer Electronics Show this year, so the beginning of January won't be nearly as haywire as previous years. Um, but for now, we're playing fast and loose. Assume it'll be, it, it will very likely be uh, Wednesday evenings for the next two weeks to yeah. avoid uh, infringing upon... Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Um, further updates as events require. Basically, follow us on Twitter. Hardcore yeah. Casuals for the show, Alpha Geek Radio, and Alpha Geek Video for the network. I am on there as Alpha Geek Media. Yes, I am no longer GnomeWise on Twitter. I am now Alpha Geek Media. Uh-huh. More kind of sort of what I'm doing these days. Um, and you are on there still as Izzy Grail. No, you're Grail CH, right? Grail CH. Your hyphen, or no hyphen, right? I don't know. I never go on there. <laughs> Damn okay, just Grail CH, all one word. G-R-A-I-L-C-H. Yes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Casually Hardcore for the show or Alpha Geek Media for the network. Uh, like us there. Follow us, and you get also announcements and on-air stuff and news updates through that. The Alpha Geek Media page on Facebook now has all the video channels built right into Facebook. So if your internet experience is very Facebook-centric, you can tune in live and you don't even need to leave Facebook. Why you would want to restrict yourself like that, I have no idea, but we try to cater to all possible comers. Uh, visit our subreddit, alphageekradio.reddit.com. Submit story ideas, upvote what you want to hear us talk about, downvote what you don't care about. Send us emails to the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. Please consider becoming our patron. If you like what we're doing with the Alpha Geek Media Network, consider sending us a buck a month. Um, or you can send us a one time donation via PayPal. There's links for all these things on the front page of alphageekradio.com. And we are also patreon.com slash alphageek. If you go to tunein.alphageekradio.com, you will see a vastly increased number of supported devices. Uh, with Alpha Geek Video now in full swing, we are on everything. Yes, BlackBerry and Windows Mobile included. Smart wow. TVs, game consoles, freaking Wii U game tablets. 
you can watch our show video shows live. Why you would, I'm not sure, but I made sure we were but on there. But it's there. But it's there, <laughs> god damn it. If it is connected to the internet and it's capable of playing an audio stream or a video stream, you can get our shows live as they happen. Nice. Wherever the hell you happen to be, you can do the Roku app, you can do any of the YouTube apps. Uh, I've tested it on very old Roku hardware, very old smart TVs. Uh, YouTube has done a pretty decent job of retooling since the launch of uh, YouTube Gaming. They've For a while there, there was a period of time where YouTube Live simply would not work on older YouTube apps. They have mostly corrected that. So that YouTube is is YouTube Live is the one that gets us on the most things. So if you've just got even just a basic smart TV that has a YouTube app, you can have Alpha Geek video shows live on your home entertainment center because it's all YouTube. So just go to alphageekradio.com, click on the subscribe button, and there's direct links to all the channels on YouTube Live, Twitch, TuneIn, you name it, you can stream us on it. Spread the word. Geek TV is now a thing, and it's us. God help us all. There it is. You got anything going on in the world there, Grail? Uh, other than uh, our son just got back into town. And That's... how was the first semester abroad? Uh, we shall see when the grades come out <laughs> next week. <laughs> how does he say the first semester Says it abroad. was good. So... Uh, yeah, seems, seems to be in good spirits. So now there's, there's extended family nearby where he's going to school, right? Yes. Yes. So he's and not actually completely... my, my, uh, mom and stepdad are out here as well now. For oh, awesome. Christmas. So yeah. Christmas. Stuff going Do you yep. have Christmas in France? What? Better off dead. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky. Do something to him. Oh man. It is not wise to contradict mother. Right. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to end. All righty. Uh, okay, I, now I have to figure out the new off-air procedure because we got video in this loop here. Oh, no. Uh, but for now, let's just say bye-bye to the radio people. Bye-bye, radio people.